G'day mates, welcome to another Guitar Wank Podcast. I am your host, Troy McCubbin. Thank you so much for joining us yet again for another episode, thrilling episode for Guitar Wank. This is 199, woohoo! 199, baby! Here we go, and we're going to continue on with Mr. Val McCallum. We're going to end out the, uh, wow, 199 episodes, that's pretty good. Who'd have thought we'd ever make it? But uh, I'd like to thank Mr. Bruce Foreman and Scotty Henderson for hanging in there when tough got tough and tough gets going or whatever you say, I don't know. But anyway, we're going to continue on Mr. Val McCallum. It is the 3rd of February. I am about to land in Los Angeles from my trip to Australia. So um, as I am saying this right now, it is actually one... 12.30 in the morning, New Year's Eve. That's where I'm recording it right now. But you are in the future. You're in 3rd of February, I believe. So anyway, I uh, hope all is well. And uh, we're going to jump straight in. We're going to play another track off Val's uh, album. Go check it out. You can just Google it. Val McCallum. Um, yeah, it's great stuff. So uh, go check it out. Alright, so we're going to play a track off the album and uh, sit back and enjoy. Hope all is well and uh, we'll see you guys all real soon. Thank you and uh, go to guitarwank.com, guitarwank Patreon account if you want to uh, tax deduction. Great, great thing to do. Support Guitarwank, keep us going and uh, if you want any merch go to guitarwank.com i've said all that now i'm really starting to drag it on all right get out of here go listen to val and uh we'll see you guys all next week hopefully we can get scott bruce back in the studio and uh back into it all right guys have a safe one talk to you soon bye The telly sounded great too. Both yeah. Of them, but do you have a, what's a couple of pieces, favorite pieces that you got? An amps. Amps. Yeah. Well, that that Dumble Deluxe Reverb is hands down my favorite amp, and I have 
um, a number of tweet amps. Uh, you know, for recording a tweet, my Blackface Princeton reverb is that's what Jackson plugged into the other night. That's yep. I always bring that and. Um, and the I have two deluxe deluxe reverbs, and in the studio I like to use those as heads, and I just have a single twelve cabinet isolated. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, um, but for playing live, I, you know, as much as I did not want to like that Dumble amp because I waited so long, as I mentioned to you, I waited eight years for it, <laughs> and uh, I was so angry. I was thinking, I'm getting a lawyer, and then I'm going to get this thing. I'm going to, I'm going to photograph it and show it to everybody <laughs> you know the, and sell it you know yeah. i was so mad but then you know played through it and and i you know i've wanted that amp on every gig i mean i will use that amp even when you're on the road with jackson yeah like i've i use that amp on like conan o'brien and it wasn't working right that that day we were on the road and we were like it was making I was oh, yeah. making noise, and then I was like, I'm using the amp, man. I, I got to use it. It's yeah. my tone. Yeah. And I remember, like, they were counting five, four, and that amp started, <laughs> three, two, and I just went, bam, and I hit the top of it, and it stopped long enough. It got me through the song. <laughs> but talk about stress. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember my tech was like, you should use your spare, man. You should not. You're crazy. Damn. But when you got the tone, you got to yeah. have the tone. Right? I know, I know. <laughs> you don't want to mess with it. You'll do anything. Yeah, you don't want to mess with it. Yeah. It's one of the benefits of playing by yourself is like, the at least with the, you know, the volume I'm playing, the amp is not that important anymore. You know what I well, mean? Well, I love the way you're getting an acoustic thing right, going. Right, right. So a little me, bit of amp. A little bit of amp and acoustic. It's beautiful. And, and, you know, and amps generally, you know, are are more equal softer than they are louder, oh, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. No kidding. It's like hitting a drum soft. Right. You can hear it, you know. Yeah. When you start hitting them hard, then you need a good sounding drum. Yeah. And, mm. yeah, and so... Yeah, I love my Dumble, man, you know, but I ain't going to... I'm very curious take to Take it, it on the road. You can take it on the road. Mm. Well, I've been looking for something to replace it because, you know, it is finicky. Well, this is know? a Firebelux, so it's got 210. Yeah. But but it, I also have a baffle board for it Ooh. to put 112. Really? Can I you do that to. with that with a four-ohm power transformer? Is that what's in a 212 amp? I mean, uh, typically a single... Yeah, I guess a single you, speaker. would you go to a four ohm or a sixteen ohm speaker? Maybe I don't. I don't know. It's got two eight ohm speakers in it now. Needs a, a one eight ohm speaker if it was a twelve. Like a deluxe has a eight ohm. Yeah, so it's. I think. So you think these are two four ohms? I, I think know. these are eight ohm speakers. Mm. Anyways, no, um, I love Arbeluxes. Because I, yeah. I don't think they sound like, you know, the, you know the way a super can sound scooped, mm. you know, and uh, yeah. like, I mean, Bro. supers are really good, but you kind of have to be like cranked, you know. To get some... Yeah, it's yeah. weird. But those, Fiberluxes, to me, Well, you, would, you know, friendly. when I got my audition with the Dumble. Yeah. We did, we, you know, I played The only a few guy amps. you have to friggin' audition. I played audition. a few amps. I played a few amps. You have to audition to give him six or seven yeah, thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, anyway, but I know. I, it doesn't make I, any no, sense. No, I had already auditioned because he had a uh, video. He had a video of me playing through one of his amps already. Oh. 
How, well, well, what was that story? Uh, well, that, that's how there? I got him to consent to do it. Was a friend of mine has a couple of his amps, and I had sent him an email just saying, "Hey, I'd love to meet you and talk to you." And I had the podcast. I figured I'd like to get him on that, you know, and just hear his stories. And if he wanted to make me an amp, you know, those amps of my friend are about as good as my guitars ever sound through an amp. So yeah. So uh, I emailed no answer, you know, he blew me off. And then my friend was over at the house, had brought his one of his ultraphonics, and I'm playing through it, and he, and he filmed me on his phone. I didn't even know. And he sent it to Noble. Mm. And then dumb, the next day I got an email. Yeah, I'd love to build you an app. Come by and yeah. let me listen to you play, and we'll decide what we're going to do. Yeah, I mean, as weird as that is, I think that as good as he is, he is voicing in the amp for the guy. Yeah. I mean, there's something to it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I had Jackson Brown's Dumble here once. Oh, really? Owen, Owen Barry, you know? Oh, yeah. I love Owen. Yeah. Owen, That's I guess, great. had it. And he brought it over. And um, it sounded good, but well, it was amps, the, the Dumble amps, I, I've used J- Tri Jackson's. There's so many right. knobs, and they're yeah. so sensitive yep. that you just move it a tiny bit. Like, I couldn't. I couldn't, you know, I did find a tone, but I would never been able to repeat it like the next day, find yeah, it again. Yeah, it was, it was hard to pull something out of it. It'd, it'd take a while. Like and it's a lot of gain. That, yeah. Those are like the master volume and the gain and all that. That was number 10. But these fenders are just like fenders, but, you know. Yeah, better. Yeah, I think yeah, so. And, um, yeah, and I went there and I played through Deluxe and I played through Vibrolux and I played, and then, of course, he, I played through one of his Overdrive specials. Yeah. And if I'd had my choice, I would have taken the overdrive special. Yeah. Even though I wasn't overdriving. Yeah. Just yeah, just through the clean channel. Sound yeah. was so nice. Yeah. But he made, I bet a lot of guys do that. I yeah. Mean, and he, uh, but, you know, he said, for you, I would go Vibrolux. Oh, The wow. way you're playing chords and stuff, I think two speakers is just going to give you more. Mm-hmm. You're going to be happier with it. Yeah. What year is that one? This is, this is a, this and, you know, I feel guilty modifying this amp because, he, you know, he would only take a clean vintage Oh, I know. Amp. I know. I mean, I'm like, you're going to take it all apart. Why don't you just take a new one? You know, I've kind of said, why not a new one? You know, you're just going to rebuild it anyways. No, he didn't ever really answer why. But so I went out and found this amazing amp, which I loved before I gave it to Ooh. him. <laughs> and and it's, it's a green stamp. Is it a 64? 66. Oh, 66, yeah. But you know about those green stamp no. amps? Okay. Um, but I have seen, I think. The, uh, that was, it happened only in January of 66. They mismarked them as 65s. Mm. But they're really 66. And the way you know is they use green ink mm-hmm. on the stamp. Mm. And so the green stamp amps, there was only, you know, like, however many they made at the beginning of January of 66 before oh, wow. they realized what they were doing wrong. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> and so it was a kind of a special lamp. I'm mm. going, you know, I even went to him. I said, oh, you know, and even he got the vibe. He says, you sure you want to do this? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I really liked the yeah. amp, you know. And... Uh, just a second, he said, and he went and he pulled out his Vibrolux, and I played him side by side. They said, "Oh yeah, yeah, you want to do it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, you know, I I didn't want to like it as much as I did, but and boy, it just 
I, I love the thing, it's, you know? Yeah. 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 So I wouldn't mind having that So that was one. what we heard the other night. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, that makes sense. Uh, mine chews up speakers. I, I, I change speakers a lot. Do you mean chews them up, burn, blows them out? Yeah. Or do you, what, do you have low rated speakers in general? I use vintage 30s. That's the one I like the most. Mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking about trying something else, but it start. They don't blow up, but they start sounding weird. You know, like after we've been out for a few weeks, I can start to hear it. Like, the, you know, that cone cry thing where you hit yeah. high notes and it has these weird kind of funny yeah. uh, noises, mm. chirping noises yeah, and yeah. stuff on like a high E. You know, it'll just like you can't even hit that note. You know, it'll make a weird noise. He calls it calls it cone cry. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I'm not sure what it is. Hmm. Yeah, I had the uh, original Jensen's that came with this, and they just couldn't handle it. You know, once, yeah. once he got, once he really, you know, I guess it got a little more. Oh potent. yeah, yeah. Um, Headroom. What'd you put I, in there? I, what whoever he picked. He picked Celestian. Mm -hmm. Creambacks. Creambacks are amazing. I think that's what he picked. I think that's what I'm going to start using. And uh, and, but still, I overdrive this amp. Mm. I just do. I mean, that's why I like to use it in the studio mostly because. I mean, with, I, because you know I play a lot of chords. Yeah. With power. Yeah. And poor thing doesn't know what to do with them. You know? Yeah. It's too much sound. Yeah. Too much energy. It's really me. It's just the energy. <laughs> you know. Grrr, eat. Yeah. Eat music. <laughs> Well, I like the Cage amp line. you're playing. That little amp you're playing at the at the gig at the Red Guitar gig. Yeah. What was that? That's a Hendrickson. Super and clean. I've got a much better one of that version now. You can lay into that. It's not oh yeah, a that that at all. thing that thing can handle it. Yeah. A lot better. But and it's you know it's a good it's different you know because I mean I'm used to that Fender Scoopy sound. Because my guitar is super mid rangey already, so you know kind yeah. of it's a nice compliment. Yeah, but this that amp is very mid rangey. Yeah. So I have to really push the high end. Yeah. To get some guitar out of it, otherwise it starts to sound real jazz guitar-y. Yeah. I mean, I want more of the acoustic aspect. Yeah. Than the mud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, and like when you talk about gear acquisition syndrome, we were talking. I went to an Archtop festival, you know. Oh wow! Part I played at it and gave a workshop yeah. and stuff. Where was that? Up in in um, Denver, Colorado, mm. and it was just there. And uh, I don't have. I am the opposite of gas. I don't. I I want to yeah. get rid of all my stuff. I just want yeah. to have one guitar and one amp, and I just want the world to go away and yeah. just play. You know, I mean, I'll, but I will play anything. Yeah. Put it in my hand, and I'm happy. Yeah. You know. It's not that I only have one thing that I like. I don't like it. I love everything. Yeah. That's my problem. And I just don't... I, I'm one of those guys, like, I'd be, like, dancing with a chick and go, well, she dances good, but that chick over there dances better, and that chick over there really dances better. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just want to be dancing with what I'm dancing with and thinking about dancing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I, I'd be like a pedal yeah. board. I'd be stomping on every one of them, like, oh every two God. seconds, because, <laughs> oh, that one sounds good. I thought, well, what if I, you know, I'm like, fuck, I just want to play the guitar, you know? Oh, so yeah. I am not the kind of person that should be trusted with shit like that. Yeah, and so yeah. I'm in this candy store of this huge <laughs> hall with, like, 20 of the world's greatest 
archtop guitar builders yeah. in the world. And these are, besides being amazing guitars, sonic instruments, they're beautiful beyond yeah. belief, you know. And like my goal is to not play any of them. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just don't need... What do you play? What is your red one? Mine's, it's a Sontag, Stefan Sontag. Mm. And he was there. Yeah. And uh, he sold a couple of them. He did good. Um, does probably, pa- does my probably brother the have guitar one? Guitar show helped, you know? Huh? Does my brother have one? He, yeah, that yeah one. In, yeah, that that's his. You know that that blonde that has a yeah. little teeny. Uh, it looks like a knot in the f- top a little bit. Yeah, that that's a great guitar. Is it? it must Paul be great. doesn't like it, but why? Hmm. I don't know. He likes those vintage ones. He, he doesn't hmm. like the way the neck feels. Yeah. I mean, I played that guitar. It's better than my red guitar. Oh, really? It yeah. It's a great guitar. Um, but, you know, we all like different things. Yeah. But my goal was to not play any of them, Val, because I didn't want to. And I ended up getting suckered into it. And I'm sorry I did. You find something that you liked? Oh, yeah, I found something that was beyond amazing. Oh, really? Beyond A amazing. different maker? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned it on the show already. I mean, this guy, Ken Parker. He, yeah, he amazing. Amazing. He's got a whole other, I mean, it's, it, but it's not really an archtop guitar. It is, but it's, it's a whole other design. Mm. He's kind of come up with a thing that's more in half, it's like the halfway between a flat top and an archtop. Oh, really? Wow. So, you know how archtops can get kind of, they're super focused and great. Yeah. But they can lose a lot of the orchestral side yeah. that a flat top has. We yeah. ring, the angels are singing. Yeah. The problem with the flat tops is, like, they're so big, they're not focused. You can't yeah. sometimes play complex chords right. on them or play fast they, they joke yeah. up yeah you know so that's why I like Gibson flat top yeah flat and, and you're right and right. that's uh, this is kind of he's found this beautiful thing and he's got some guy who makes pickups that actually can amplify bronze strings oh wow in a really beautiful full way and so it's like, this guitar was like yeah shit. of course it costs like 40 grand or something he's I mean. like would you like to play it you're like no <laughs> I, that's exactly what i said <laughs> i don't want to play it he says oh come on bruce you know you know that when you've done it and i said you wanted you know come on come on come on just now mm-hmm. okay i played it you like oh, and he says, oh yeah it's crap. nice yeah i like it and he says well let's go plug it in said, no let's not <laughs> and he says yeah come on, come on come on so we went to the back room plug it in I kind of look down and I start playing. I think about 15 minutes later, I look up, you know. And, so he and there's this room is full of like 80 people. It's like, you know, I mean, I just fell into the guitar and these people showed up and I'm just like. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Hey, well, he should give you one. Give me his number. I'll, I'll call him. <laughs> yeah, You'll whatever, sell a right? guitar for him. Parker Fly. You know Parker Fly. Parker guitar. Fly. Yeah. He's, he's the guy who did that. But oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And now he's, make, he's making these options. He, he did that first. Yeah. And I, he, he I bought a Parker Fly for a friend of mine yeah. a couple have, of years ago. Have you ago. played one? I played one, and it was so nice. And I really have this really close friend back east who, who he's kind of, he's a lounge lizard, you know? Yeah. But it had the Paizo bridge thing going, you know, it had the multiple, it had the pickups, yeah. and it had the Paizo thing. So this is like, the, he is, he's never played anything else, and he's in heaven. He's got a graphite neck. It's in Vermont. He does gigs when it's 20 below zero, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he's up there. Oh, really? In the he's, east? He's up in Mass. Oh, yeah. You know, Western Mass, maybe? I don't But no, and he's the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. Fun hang. I just wish I hated him. 
Wow. <laughs> I wish I hated the guitar. I'm just not liking this. I mean, and I love my red guitar. I'm fine. Yeah. If that's the last girl I ever danced with the rest of my life, I'm yeah. okay, man. You know. Well, it's funny. After you, we did our baked potato gig, we played at our drummer, Piece of Shit's daughter, Lil Shit, <laughs> is pregnant. Little, little Piece of Shit. Lil Piece of Shit is pregnant. Yeah. So we played her baby shower. Oh. And we played in Pete's living room, you know. So I brought my Princeton and an overdrive pedal. And... I had so much fun. It sounded so good to not have like all those pedals because I do bring, you know, I have a deli platter, of, you know, with delay and trim and all the <laughs> yeah, deli yeah. platter. I like yeah. that. <laughs> oh yeah, all the food groups are on there. Yeah, and um, I can, you know, I'm pretty sure it sounds better without them. Just the tone. You know, yeah, you know, for me, it's just well, you pl and I played different. I played different because I didn't have it, so. Yeah, I play. Yeah. I really liked the way I was playing. I was sort of just like, you know, I'm, I might have to. But don't you have to? You have to go there with the pedals to realize that maybe you don't need the pedals, or to to know the difference. Or to right? be, or you just got to be afraid of them, like me. Or just have a shitty night, like you know. Or I, I don't know. Like I, I kind of was wrestling with all that night. I was wrestling with everything in a way. I, I, I never well, got. I, I sure never hope found. I can wrestle like that, man. Well, you know when you find the joy, like with Jack shit, like seven out of ten gigs, we just are gelling, you know. Like, and it, it's not even about so much about myself, but it's sort of like that thing when we're really, really hitting it together, you know, and it's a dynamic thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but that playing at that baby shower. We sounded amazing in the living well, of room. You know? played, of course, you played a lot softer. <laughs> we did. And Pete know, had a snare drum and a kick drum. And that was it. And, you I know, had an overdrive. And he, and he wasn't hitting it hard. Nope. He was using plastics. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. and, and that's like, I mean, I hate to say it, but, you know, music sounds better soft. It sure does. Especially you, you if hear you're more singing. You hear more nuance. You, you, you have the, the actual impact of dynamics is so much stronger in in that dynamic range yeah and um the tone of the instrument becomes it's pure so versus as it gets louder it's now it's it's wrestling with oh yeah with you know the princeton was loud enough it was just like I at, would at the volume sure. we were in oh it's perfect and I, I actually have a 12 in my princeton i had a 12 inch in it so it's a lot louder than a regular stock 10 mm -hmm. inch in princeton but it was perfect sounding. Like, damn. What was the what was the Hendrix type pedal you had the other night? Oh, it was that was a Voodoo Labs micro vibe. Oh, and like, if we're talking pedals, like I I Kirk Fletcher came over to my house. You know, Kirk Fletcher. He's sure. a great blues guitar player, and he's my buddy. And we, you know, we he came over. We wanted to like geek out on pedals. So I told him bring his pedal board over, and then <laughs> and you know, we we both decided that. The guy who built our pedal boards, Dave Phillips, who's you know pretty much a genius, he's yeah. great, but he's like my way of the highway kind of guy. Like you pump, you put your micro vibe first, you know, like that. That's you know, and then your overdrives. Like he has rules, and I'm like, I never, I don't like those rules, you know. I like to because I try stuff out, and like most important to me is like I I like overdrives, you know, and I might have two overdrives. Uh, and then maybe a clean boost, you know. So I have different boosts, but I like them to be really tiny increments, you know, like 
a tiny bit louder and then a tiny bit more. It can't be, it can never leap out, you know. That's right. just impossible for me. And whenever, like, I go to Dave, like, you know, like, he'll have it like that. Well, like, the gain will just be like, it's so loud, you know, and it freaks me out. Yeah. But, and, but I thought, you know, that he, had, he was wrong. I decided he's wrong about the micro vibe, that Hendrix sound, being first. And I, I want it to be, when you put that on the other side of the overdrives, it's more extreme sounding. But so I went with that, and then on the gig, I was like, fucking Dave's right, man. This sounds <laughs> shitty. It sounds shitty. It sounded sort of cheesy and like not as musical. You know, so it's just like, and then cut to the baby shower, you know, with one pedal. One pedal. Like, well, I, I found a good new pedal. Do you know Free the Tone? Do you know that company? I don't. Jap, Jap, Japanese company? Oh, this, I didn't see you got your board down. This pedal here. Um, Free the tone. Free the tone. Um, but it like, ain't free. It's like free the glutens. Expensive the tone. Programmable. Expensive the tone. <laughs> programmable EQ. Yeah, this looks like it wasn't cheap. And um, it's not cheap, but um, programmable EQ, so you can. It looks complicated. It's not. It's not? really simple when you got you've got ninety nine presets, but you can have four s just stored in there. And you presets can just, of of stuff that's in here. Or other stuff. No, just in there. It's not a controller. No, but really? you can you can switch through the four presets. So does it have delays and stuff? No, just an EQ pedal. Oh, oh, EQ. Straight EQ. Oh. So you can use it as a clean boost, or you can change your sound ridiculously wow. in one hit. Really? And so so you set it and preset it, and have four different presets. You can afford, but you can store up the ninety-nine. So with my pedal board, I can wow. change it as many as I want. Yeah. So you know, if you've got a different guitar, you can change it, to, you know, set it up for your Les Paul, set it oh, up for your Tally. Nice. Yeah. You know, a lot of, I always saw a lot of session cats that always have an EQ pedal on their board. I, I use one, you know, because I was reading about Tom Bukovac. Yeah, I Tom. do that. I've like, I like look up my heroes. He's a Nashville guy. Have you heard of him? Yeah. He's, he's a really, really good musician. Yeah. He reminds me of Landau a little bit in yeah. the way, like Michael sort of, Michael's like his voicings sound like a keyboard player. Like they're not stock regular, you know, he has like hip triads, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And uh, Bukovac, I think, is a key piano player. Oh, but okay. I th yeah. So he just plays cool. It doesn't sound like everybody else, no. you know, like me. But uh, I, yeah, he, he was going well, on about the, his boss EQ pedal that he loves, you know, just like that kind of standard yeah the yeah. cheapest thing i know mason but mason all those nashville cats would have that and i thought that was cool but i hate getting down then i found this programmable one oh, and you could program it for a few different so you got, how do you get to the 99 if it's only got four presets <laughs> well no you can go in there you can store it and because i have it's a not an objective to get to controller you can I go to a different bag of presets and this is midi so with a MIDI, so you can bank, you can have banks of presets. I can change. So you it. hit bank one, you got four. You hit bank yeah. two, you got another four. You got another four in each bank. Is that the way it works? Yeah, but you yeah. can never need all that. No, you would never need all that. But it's you know, if you've got a of bunch of different you know, songs and you different guitars and different guitars, uh, or you know, different volumes. Yeah. You could have this set up for that, or you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know where my EQ pedal and my <laughs> volume pedal and my everything pedal is. I my know. Toe knob is. That's your toe knob. Right here. Your finger. <laughs> my right hand. On that that pick. 
That's my right hand. Yeah. That's my fucking. Anyway, I just thought. Was, anyway, this these guys make uh, amazing pedals, and um, that's why I'm music adjacent. Yeah. Free the tone. Check them out. They uh, make some killer uh, overdrive pedals too. Yeah. What I think Richard Thompson, oh, Shane yeah. Terry. Do you know Shane Terrio? Yeah. Yep. Shane's I like endorsed Shane. with them. That's great. Um, but yeah, really. Come good. on, you guys like endorse every fucking pedal that's given to you, right? Come on. What's that? No, no, definitely not. I only I I keep buying them because I, I'm you know. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What do you mean? Well, you just can't you I'm get an curious. endorsement? Don't give them to oh, free. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, no, no, I haven't. But I also don't want them for free because I, I just, I, I see these guys, and you know, a sad story. Um, the guy that did the, the company has a company, Catlin Bread. Caitlin Bread, Catlin Bread. They're, they do the Echo Rec pedal. And oh, okay. They yeah, have all yeah. these great pedals. Yeah. He came and gave me all these pedals at, after a Jack shit, after a Jackson show. Sweetest guy. And then this guy ended up getting like a tree fell on his car and he Ooh. was killed. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. And I was supposed to do a video. Like, he wanted me to do one of those bullshit. Did you see any of my bullshit yeah, uh, demonstrations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bow demoing yeah. like Dano Caster guitar. <laughs> yeah. But, They're awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I still need to do one for that company, but I, it's I haven't figured out how to do a pedal video. Like a guitar is much easier, but a video, a demonstration, even even a ridiculous bullshit, you know, video. Okay, you that need you mean, need you need. Okay, you're playing, you're talking, right? Yeah. And then you chose you put pressing the pedal right, and it's got like Stella's foot pressing the pedal. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You know what I mean? Or a, so it's like, like, yeah, or a woman's yeah. high, you know, yeah. like stiletto. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. like, that's what I'm wearing. Cowboy boot stiletto. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like good. that. Yeah. Uh, It'd be funnier if it was Stella's foot, though. Just this little teeny foot, you know. Yeah. Well, Bo is always, when yeah. he was playing the, you know, he was like, he's... He's always asking Shelly, like, Shelly, where's my chorus pedal? I can't find it, you know. <laughs> and then he says, uh, what? You know, if it was up my ass, I'd know where it was? Yeah. Oh, that's really, really funny, honey. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know. So. Uh, but do you, you well, That's on, why my fart sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> you go on, yeah. you go on Reverb and you see a pedal, you can buy it. You can try it out, and then if you're smart enough, or you're lucky enough, you could turn around and sell it, and not to lose too much money yeah. on it, and swap for something else. You can always sell it. Yeah, so I tend to do that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. But hey, at the end of the day, if it it makes you happy. At the end of the day. Oh, I have the same pedals that I love, and I just sort what's of, what's the I I the, I need that that green delay pedal, the DL4, which See, I'm I I'm never, ashamed to say. I never got into it. Does that? I can't get use the any any other delay pedal. That, nothing. Does works. that brightens up your sound a little bit too? Doesn't it? Uh, well, they say that it makes the tone drop, the volume drop. There's <clears> a volume drop with it. Yeah. It doesn't. To me, it doesn't change the EQ. I was. Um, I, I never got that. into that pedal as much. I've still got one, and I should sell it. But yeah. What I got the D the old Boss DD two and the yeah. DD threes. I'll use that when my green one breaks, right? Okay. Which happens all over the place. Does I, it really? I, I keep a bunch of them. Yeah, they 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 need to see a, like a certain milliamps or whatever. It has to be like br correct. If it's yeah. low, they just stop working. Stop working. Yeah. 
So, so how, that's a power supply. A right? pa yeah, yeah. They, they need to see the power needs to be and even with Jackson, where we they've got power conditioners and stuff. When you get to Australia or different places, all the, if the power is not what it's used to seeing, they just don't work. So now I use the the wall wart that comes with the pedal. Yeah, that's on my pedal board because for oh, some okay. reason that thing I haven't had any trouble. <clears throat> no one told me to do that, but I stopped using the power supply. You know that. On right. the pedal board. Yeah. I haven't and you have trouble. a, what is it? A, a just wall, the, wall, just wall. the wall, you know, the wall plug in. Oh, the oh. wall work, that thing that comes with the pedal with the to pedal. plug it into the wall to, to you know. Oh. The, you know. Oh, just like the little adapter. Yeah, thing. the adapter. Yeah. It's, what is that yeah. called? A wall? I call it a wall wart. Wall wart. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I learned something today. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a lot you of don't things. need to. If you had a pedal board, I, I think that would be the. We should get pedal boards. Man, over. man well, you, know, you know, they told me when I moved to LA uh. that I would be using pedals within a couple of years. That's what everybody said, you know, when I moved down here. And that never happened. Well, no, I've been using the accelerator and the brake a lot more than you. Oh, yeah. Before, okay. You know? So I'm using pedals. You don't even use a tuner pedal, do you? No, I have a clip on. <laughs> That I take off. off and put on the. That's apple. good because some people get pissed off with it when I'm they the guy. when they leave them. He's are you the, the one that the you don't want to see those? I'm the guy that's take that here fucking thing off your guitar. Open this door, Val. Here we go. Have some oh, fucking no. self-respect. You have it a guitar with, good. The, with a beautiful headstock. You know, the, all the guitar players want to see what kind of guitar it is. That's the way we tell somebody spent a lot of time designing that headstock. Have some, some fucking self-respect. It doesn't look good. I'm kind of no, weird on true, that. No, it's true, but, I, I've, but you know, I've heard I mean, this rant a lot. You know, wow. yeah. You know, but like, <laughs> okay, if you, you know, and, and then people will say to me, hey, man, I don't care what it looks like. I just care what it sounds like. And which my answer is, it's pretty fucking obvious from the way you dress. Well, I mean, your life depends on that, though. Like, if you're out of tune, you lose your gig, man. I mean, yeah, some people get to have anxiety. Hey, while you're tuning, put you it on. You need that sucker on there. While you're tuning, I mean, you don't play any more in tune because it's on there. That's true. But, you know, you don't want to be without it. Like, Val, you, you set it down, it falls there? down and rolls under an amp. Then you're fucked. Are you well. leaving it on there? <laughs> you clip it to the uh, amp I'm leaving handle. that damn thing on, man. You don't really? have one on your pedal board? Uh, you leave it on? I no, well, no. Going. No. Uh, like, when I play acoustic. You have a, you had a, pe you had a, you had a. Yeah, yeah, I have a tuner on, tune on the pedal. But I got one sitting there in case something goes wrong. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I have anxiety about it. No, no, me too. I mean, I've got. Yeah, I'm. You know, what's what's the? I'm curious what the other favorite pedals are. Oh, the other favorite is my signature pedal, which is the Menatone Red Snapper, and they and they actually made a bow ship model. It oh, has a it has a fish on it. A, yeah, the red so they put a cowboy hat on the fish, and they, so that's, oh, that's the bow awesome. ship model. The bow ship model. Yeah. Well, what does this particular pedal do? It's just an, a gain pedal, an okay. overdrive, but it's a really transparent one, and it's the only one I like. Wow, I've never I, tried one. I don't like I've anything else, one. and I've tried so many things. Wow. It's That's it's a thing that where you can use it as just sort of a, a bump, like a, a boost that doesn't affect your sound, mm -hmm. your tone. Yeah. Or you can, it has a gain knob, and you can turn the gain like all the way up, and it'll get almost psychedelic. You yeah. know? It doesn't it doesn't go super gainy, you know. I'm not really that into no, like not, saturation. Yeah, but uh, if you use a humbucker and you turn the gain all the way up, it really goes there. Yeah. So yeah. I keep two of them on the board for one for humbucker and one for a single coil. Oh, Gained okay. up on the single coil and back on the humbucker. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So, wow. Love it. So those two pedals are all I need. Those two pedals and uh, a delay and, a, and that. 
uh, you know, I like a trim, but I can live without this it. This is yeah. all I need. This is all I need. And this paddleball game. And this thermos. And that's all I need. And chair. That's all I need. Do you ever use right? compression? No. No. I've, I've tried. Right. You know, like I hear guys using it and it's and sound good, you know. But I've never been able to make it work. Yeah. Like Doug Pettibone, who I love, you know, my buddy Doug, he, he like showed me. We did a session together one time. He's like, this is the way it works. And he, he did an overdub where he turned his amp like almost inaudible and it was like a clean little melody line he was doing and he turned on the the compressor and in the mix you know we went in the control room it just was the guy had it loud and you could really hear the compressor you know right and it was beautiful sounding yeah but you couldn't tell like when i was in front of his amp you know wow. and he, he had the trick was to not be pushing the amp you know like He's like turn everything way down, you know. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. he's and a really good musician. Compressor will, I guess will so. It out. I guess so. Because uh, you're not getting any fatness from the amp at that volume. Yeah, right. it's not hitting that the compressor that hard. Yeah. Wow. Have you tried the? Um, he's a guy that knows how to like tell a story when he solos. Like. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, I always really like the way he builds. Like it starts and it builds to this crescendo there's definitely something i feel like i haven't seen a lot of guitar players do that of late for some reason yeah doug really does that he's yep. great so, yeah uh do you have you ever tried them oxbox no is that the one under that little tv up there yeah the the um the universal one yeah Ooh, is that nice for recording it's it's great can, I you, can you make it distort you can make it i run this and i run this hard and heavy and and ah. playing here at the nice whole volumes. idea is it's like an attenuator yeah you you run your stuff and it helps you control it yeah oh, wow. and i can record i don't have to use have come out without a cabinet, cabinet. oh it. it's, it's a, a, a speaker it's a, simulator yeah so yeah, that records straight into oh, it's got a lot I of like stuff that. going it's, i used to borrow a palmer speaker simulator okay. that i loved yeah. yeah that was really good yeah yeah, yeah. it's the world now you know, yeah. Everything's you recording your apartment here in North Hollywood. With I've got that same matchless cabinet exactly. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's my favorite cabinet. It's awesome. Yeah, with the matchless speakers. Yep. Yeah. Which is like a Vox and a Celestian or something. There's like two different mm. brand, but he puts his label on them. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. I've got it for like four hundred bucks. Yeah, that, that's I'll my favorite. Never get rid of it. It's awesome. And then I've got gold Celestians in that. The callback. Mm -hmm. That sounds great too. Doctor Z. DB4. They yeah. actually stopped making. They got. They got in trouble with the name for some reason. It's supposed to be for um, Doctor Z and Brad Paisley. Oh right, the Paisley uses those. Yeah. And um, yeah, they had to stop making them, but um, like with that. Name. That model. Yeah, that yeah. model. Mm -hmm. Which I'm happy about because now it makes it. more What's an Ulbrick? That's an Australian uh, company. It sounds like a Ooh. great modded. Marshall. Do you have any Maton guitars? Maton. 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 I don't have a Maton, but um, I've had Maton Australia. Yeah, Maton Australia. Maton Australia. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Aussie Martins, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Tommy Manuel. That I had one. Oh, of the is that what he uses? Yeah, that's what he uses. Yeah, he endorses. He's not very yeah. good though. 
Nice. Yeah, well, he you know, wait. he'll be okay once he lives here for a while. Yeah. <laughs> really Rubs have. off with some his good tummy's, guys. He's really chopped. He, he, he's a little sick at the moment. He can't I heard. I, I heard from through the, the grapevine that he's is just he kind of okay? tired. It was, it oh, was nothing okay. serious. Right, okay, good. This is what I heard today. No, this may not be true either, but just he was like he'd overdone it. And, oh, you know, okay. we're getting old. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mean that guy. You know, he's like a one-man... <laughs> What did you say? Is this thing on? I didn't mean that he's not good. I meant the opposite. He's extremely good. Of course. No, we, I mean, the he's the kind of guy that you can say that about and everybody knows your bullshit. Yeah, yeah, right? He's like the like the best guitar I've ever heard. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. He's, he's just he's ridiculous. ridiculous. Sort of like Danny Gatton or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just, yeah. yeah. But he was on that way. level, too. I, mean, I know they're not similar, but they're like, whoa, he's just better great. than everybody. He doesn't get better than that, is yeah. what it is. Did, did you see a lot of amazing, like, iconic guitar players growing up? Did you get anyone that stands out? As you a, mean live? Yeah. Or, um, no. I watched Hee Haw. So oh, really? I got to see, I mean, just watching Hee Haw, you Don got Rich to see. Buck Owens, yeah, yeah, Buck Owens, Don wow. Rich, and Roy Clark, and Glenn yeah. Campbell, and uh, Jerry Reed, uh, Chet Atkins. You know, they would all be on yeah. there. Yeah. So that kind of made me want to get That was play the guitar. thing that hooked you? Definitely. Yeah. And just growing up in the 70s and, the, yeah. and just AM radio was like when it was nothing the, When but. it was the young man stick. Yeah, the young man <laughs> stick. <laughs> but how does, like, you you come from this family of, of, like, these iconic actors and so what were their thoughts on the whole music sort of thing that probably really well, happy my, about? Charlie, you know, he loved we watched Hee Haw together every night yeah and you know yeah I mean he, he loved he was not musical so he really appreciated people that were so you know oh, he cool. just like to him the fact that I could like play a guitar it was just like mind blowing to him he that's thought that awesome. was the coolest thing or you know we'd, we'd be in an antique shop and he'd like see a mandolin he'd pick it off the wall and hand it to me and go what do you think of this? You know, like, and if I could just make any kind of music on it, he just couldn't believe it here. You know, like, he loved it. So, but he loved country music. So I grew up listening to, you know, I think that's kind of where the, you know, my Jack, the Jack shit thing. Yeah. I mean, I was always drawn to that style of playing, you know, yeah. Al Albert Lee and the kind of that, you know, yeah. I heard Albert Lee play with Dave Edmonds, you know, yeah. And rock pile and that yeah. guitar solo on Sweet Little Lisa. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Man. But yeah, and, and on Hia, just watching Yeah, Buck Owens and it just seemed like everybody could play guitar really well. Even guys that were like, wait a minute, he's not a guitar player. He's an actor. How's he you know like you know, Roy Clark and these oh guys. Oh my god, yeah, right. Uh, I thought I didn't realize that it's sort of like back then everybody could do everything. Everybody could sing and dance and Sammy Davis Jr. and they like yeah. they were all holding like you couldn't get in unless you could do it all, you know. Right. It seemed like music was like that too. Like God, the the chops on these guys yeah. on, the, on the guitar. But did you start off getting lessons or were you like a bedroom guy? Yeah, or? me and my, my mother and Paul the three of us went to Westwood Musical Instruments in Westwood. Yeah. Um, Fred Wallachie's music store, who I'm going to have dinner with next week. Um, and Fred was like family to us. And we would go there and take guitar lessons back to back, wow. like once a week, yep. you know, on Saturday. So, I, you know, my mom would take an hour of folk lessons or 45 minutes and then Paul and then I. 
Oh, my, so uh, mum was playing too. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, we all played. Was yeah. the plan like to have a Von Trapp kind of? <laughs> exactly. I love the Von Trapps. Yeah, I know. We got one year, we all, there under the Christmas tree, it was a pile of guitar cases. Oh, and so me cool, and my um, three brothers, we, yep. the four of us all got guitars, you know, so Paul and I stayed with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, do you still have those guitars? No, I, it was a Giannini. I got a Giannini acoustic, which is a little nylon string, that I promptly covered with STP motor oil yeah. stickers because I was into <laughs> motorcycles. And Charlie was like, what the fuck are you yeah. doing? You know, <laughs> that was like sacrilege, you know? Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and we had like a guitar teacher come over. He looked like one of the guys in Three Dog Night. He had a handlebar mustache. He drove a VW bus, and he would teach us, you know, Three Dog Night songs. You oh, know? wow. Like, Jeremiah Was a Bullfrog is one yep. of the first songs I learned, you know. Joy to the World. Yeah, that's David Jackson. Do, do you did, know David Jackson? I do. You, you must know him from the write-off room with, yes. with Dylan, right? Did he play he, on he wrote that. What? Yeah, with Hoyt, he was with Hoyt Axton. I and know he's he had, a great baritone singer. Yes, he is. Right? He was with the Crispy Minstrels. He wrote Joy to the World? Yeah. I did he not never got credit that. for it, never got money for it. Yeah. David Jackson, he's a great bass player. Actually. Oh, and he's one of the fun he's probably the funniest guy I know. He's a character. Oh, he's unbelievable. Wasn't he on one of those shows? He, those he like, was on not he on the Andy Williams show. The Andy Williams show. He was like one of the primetime players on the show. Yeah, or he was this buck tooth. He had really funny space in his teeth. And yeah, he looked like like uh, a little gomer, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and yeah. And it, I mean, he's he's this guy. He should have been a big. He was a big star, but he should have been a real big star. Yeah, you know, he's, he really is the best frontman funny guy I've ever known. Really, I just love him so much. But he said that he was doing that gig and you know finally making some money because he never you know he's kind of you know doesn't work out for him. He's yeah. one of those, but. He said that, and uh, we should get him on the show, he can tell the story, but he said that, you know, he finally got flush, and so he got his teeth fixed. Mm. And when he came back the next season to tape, and they took a look at him, and they were like, oh no. Fired him. Why'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> wow, really? Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> it was probably something else, you know. He's also notorious for being sort of a phantom, you know, he's... Uh, well, when he, he was in my band Cowbop for a while. Oh, was he? Yeah, playing and, bass. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and we you know we handed to him for you know a run for a touchdown to sing a couple of tunes. Oh yeah. Um, was he singing baritone he, or, or he was, or, was so, so bass? Yeah, you know, and uh, he's got a real bass, voice. real really? beautiful yeah. voice. Yeah, and you know he's the guy I got the memory song from. Why is it that like the little guys have that bassy <laughs> yeah, I know, voice? I know, I know. It's so bizarre when you hear it because I sing low, but when you hear someone who actually sings baritone, That's it's like it's coming from a whole other world. Yeah. yeah. But 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 Jackson, he's famous for kind of being gone when you need him. Like oh, he's really? right around. Oh, where's right Jackson? Time to go on this. Uh, well, Dylan had a whole. Like, he had T-shirts made. Where's said, Jackson? Where's Jackson? Oh, that that that's, tour. that goes way back before Dylan. Wow! That so that's a thing that's with him. Way back, and we we would we had uh, Kangaroo Court, and it was like five dollars if you said "Where's Jackson," <laughs> and we had enough money at the end of the tour to go out and have like this extravagant dinner. Wow! For everybody, because you're always looking for. Where everybody's always saying, it, including Where's me, Jackson? and I'm like, okay, five bucks. Everybody goes five bucks, and you know, yeah. and I, I just we just build up this. Where's Jackson? Yeah. 
I know guys like that. Like yeah. You're always waiting for but him. But he's but the moment for the downbeat. No, he's there. He's there. Yeah. You can't find him. You can't find him. Okay, we're going off. Fucking Jackson. Fucking Jackson. You start playing, and somehow there he like he materializes out of thin air. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so, Val, what are you what are you coming up for the rest of the year? What's what's going on? Oh, um, not a whole lot, really. I mean, we've got um, Jackson's making a record right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, Jackson Brown. Jackson Brown, yeah. And uh, so, I'm hoping to get some calls on that. And uh, I do some work out of my studio at home. I'm yeah. working with this um, really amazing artist doing some guitar tracks for this guy. A guy named Jay Nash is producing this record for this guy who works in a little pub near my house in Vermont called yep. Skunk Hollow Tavern. Oh, I love and it. he's like the bartender. His name's Ravine. And I didn't know he was musical. Ugh. I've seen him for years. And they have like a hoot night down there where uh, you know people sit in. And, and it's a fun jam. And I go do it you know, a lot. And at the very end of the night, he, sometimes this kid gets up and he's got, he sounds incre- incredible voice. He sort of sounds like Jeff Buckley or something. You know, oh, like, wow. And he's just unbelievable. So I've been um, kind of working on that from remotely from my house. You know, so I, I do a bit of work for, out of my studio. Yeah. And when you, when you go in for Jackson and do the session stuff, how does that usually go down? Do you walk in cold, or will Jackson go, "Hey, come play on this song"? The other day, yeah, it was the other day. It was like he had a track that he cut with the with our drummer Fritz, and nobody else was on it. It was just his guitar and the and the drums. And I was listening to it, and I was I really, um, bef- I wasn't nothing was really coming to me what to play to it for some reason and luckily he he just wanted me to play his part he was like you know can you play exactly what i've played and um i was like well yes i can but it's going to take you know some time to get it exact (laughs) you know and then he's never happier than like he loves being in the studio so right yeah it was really fun i spent a day does he have his own studio yeah he has a great studio it's called groove masters so he was, you know, he he needed to comp his vocal. He'd sang multiple vocal tracks, so he needed the time to comp his vocal. So I recorded on my voice memo that his guitar track cranked, mm-hmm. you know, and took it in the other room and learned it. And then by the time he comped his vocal, I was ready to, you know. Right. But yeah. so it can be like that, or it can be, you know, a tracking with the with the whole band, right. and, you know. And. Does it, like when you're working out, uh, say you're gonna do uh, lead parts on a stuff on a song? Do you do you like just let's just run it and it's take really a few fun. stabs at he it? He loves it. He loves it. He loves guitar solos. Yeah. So he will have me play as many as I want solos. You know, and like, um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm happy to do that for a while, but he'll have me do it for a really long time. <laughs> you know, like. And I'm happy to do that. You yeah. know, it's fun. I love him. You know, but and then after you've done that, he he's like, "Hey, you want to comp it?" Like, and then he'll want to make a comp. You know, oh, where you take this from this? Yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Which is, you know, I mean, sometimes I just get a good one, or yeah. even it'll be on the track. Like a lot of times, the first one. Yeah, just like on first the li- on the live the take or the second one. Yeah. And after that, I get 
I get too weird because the ghosts of all the others are in my head, and I. I know it is really I weird. I have trouble, or, or you know, or I'll just completely fuck around. Yeah. Which you know, which I stop losing my consideration for the song itself after that you know and now yeah. it's just okay i'm just gonna play the fucking guitar here i don't give a fuck yeah. about this song yeah you know the, my first I mean, pass is musical the be. second one is kind of musical but i'm but after that it's like i remember what i didn't like about the first one and what i did like about exactly. the second. i'm trying to recreate then it you're and in your head it, it never feels no and then after a while i go fuck it and then i just fuck around then i sound like a guitar player who's got diarrhea of the fingers yeah you know or, or we'll do uh, <laughs> 20 takes or 15 takes of a song with the band. Whoa. whoa. Yeah. And you always take the first or second. Oh, I'll bet. That can be really hard. But then he will listen to everything. But he'll listen to everything and then he'll like, I mean, he has a funny process. You know, You're I'll, playing to a click? Um, depending on who's playing, yeah, on who's playing drums. Then, or, the, now the Eagles were kind of notorious for for that stuff, even like going further with it. I remember yeah. meet, meeting one of the engineers. Yeah, he would I'm say they so, do eighty takes of the one song. They come back the next day and realize that the first second take was the best, and that was it. When you have your own studio, you know you can do that. Yeah, you can. Whenever do that. I'm in the studio, like doing my own music, or like I, as soon as I know I got it. It, I, it's over you know yeah. right. like I'm done and nothing anybody can tell me uh, will change my mind like right. I got it it's, I just it's did a there. record date and we you were know? in there and they're doing they're doing take after take and I walked in and we're listening and there was you know we got it we got it you know we're listening to take four or something or six we're listening and we're listening and I'm just like kind of letting them do it and let them do it and I said, they said, they said, this is the one, this is the one, take five or whatever. I said, do me a favor to the, you know, I said to the artist, I said, listen to take two. Yeah. And they put it on and immediately they went, oh shit. It was like, you couldn't feel. Yeah. Much, I mean, maybe there was some sort of refineness to the fifth that they like everybody's but, but the listening feeling, in a different way i know but the feeling i mean i could just feel this song felt like we were playing it you know yeah. it didn't feel like we were thinking it. i feel like that a lot when when the bands when we're all listening to playbacks like yeah. i feel like oh man this is so obvious but i'm the only one who thinks it right well that luckily i did do that and they all went oh shit you're right and they took it you know it's like you know and now everybody's souls were it was just done yeah it's like if we'd have just stopped after two, they would have saved two hours in the studio. Oh my god! Yeah, it's different when you get. And of course, I was. Yeah, it is. Luckily, you it can is. Take, I'll do it again later. Luckily, I was just yeah. playing an acoustic guitar too, so there was no EQing or anything needed to be done. You know. Yeah. Beautiful. Are you are you a big engineer yourself? Or? No. No. But I've gotten pretty good at it. Yeah. You know, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I've gotten. I, you know, I just have my routine. Somebody showed me how to get in to record, and you know, now I'm, I'm, I'm editing a little bit. Yeah. I get the, it sounds fine, you know. But I've gotten really fast, and I have zero patience for anybody who's not now. You know, like, <laughs> you know, engineers who just can't work with you and aren't yeah. on the same page with you when you're in there. It's just, you know. Yeah, that's that's brutal. And I have the thing that I use in the studio is I have a foot switch to punch in. 
Oh, oh wow. boy, a foot switch to punch the track into record is a wonderful thing. Oh yeah. So I wish I, I want to bring that to any studio, you know. Yeah, that's a, that makes things. Better. Oh yeah, I can just cruise, but yeah. I, I get kind of nutty about getting stuff just so when I'm left alone in the studio cutting my own tracks and stuff. You know, it's that thing where somebody needs to intervene. Yeah, intervene and go, wait a minute, man. That's what like, a producer's you got for. It. Yeah, yeah, really. It's really what a producer's for. Yeah. Yeah. You know, stop it. Don't make it perfect. It's like, stop it. Know. You just come back later. You know, you got it already. But yeah. Come back later. Yeah. Did, did you have a Did you have a favorite mic you recorded vocals on? Or I, I just te- you know I have. I, my friend David Boucher was one of my favorite engineers of all time and one of my best pals. And yeah. I just asked him, and he just bought all the stuff for me. Oh, awesome! Yeah. So he, it, I use a Mojave mic. Oh yeah, yeah. Mo- for, for vocals and yeah. um, acoustic guitars, and on the guitar on the electric amp, I just use a fifty-seven. I just use a fifty-seven and a room mic. I yeah. love the combo of the my sound of my room and a close mic. I've been meaning. So do you, to do, do you have trouble with them being out of phase? I, you know, I on my uh, little Apogee mic pre, there's a little switch, you know, so I can hear it. I can hear when it's in or out of phase between the two mics. So you just kind of flip the switch, and you can you can really? hear it. Well, that seems to, I oh, seem no, to be I getting it right. I don't know how that works. Well, I seem to be getting it right, just like when you're using two guitar amps. Right. And that, you know, on the our pedal boards, they have a switch for phase, and you can hear all of a sudden it's like, boom, it's full, you know? Uh-huh. And I've noticed that when I'm listening to my two okay. mics. I, got, I found this plug-in, auto, I can't, I'm trying to think of the name of it, but it takes care of all the phasing. Oh, oh really? really? I mean, a, of course, there's a plug-in for it. Duh. Yeah, there's a plug-in for it. Duh. It's fucking amazing. Never mind. It's like 150 bucks. Am I out of my mind? I mean, is it? can I hear it by switching it on the... You, I'm sure or, you, I'm sure you can. In and out of phase, you can hear it. You can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Of course you can. Yeah. Of course you can. Yeah. Be like, but I have to like crank sit, up the gains be, to do it. Yeah, I right. crank well, it up. Yeah, but it'd be like sitting right next to the amp and also sitting 10 yeah. feet from the amp. It's going to yeah. sound weird yeah. to you. You know, I mean... Sound travels not that fast. Yeah, right. Not near as fast as the microphone is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's amazing though because when I record my own guitars, you know, it, it's all it, it just depends on who's uh, who mixes the record that I'm doing. You know, like I've done stuff and then I hear the mix and it sounds like shit and then I think that I suck. Yeah. You know, because somebody right. didn't like it enough, didn't turn it up, didn't, it doesn't, it sounds wimpy, it doesn't sound, you know. And then I've had, done things where it sounded amazing, and then I was like, oh, actually, I'm out, I'm okay, you know, it sounds, right. so you're at the mercy of who, you know. Yeah, yeah. Who mixes you. But when you record, you're, are you recording everything at like 48K, or? I don't you, know, I have no idea right. how to, how to talk about it like yeah. that. Yeah. I just, uh don't let it break up into the red, you know. And, uh, yeah, make and sure it's not distorting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And That's probably a, it's a good way to go. Because once you open that rabbit hole, it's fucking never yeah, ending. A great engineer can make anything sound good. Well, like, you know, you know? So <laughs> a great you know? player so can good. too, you know. Yeah. I was doing this so record, and I met with the producer, and we were going to go over like what the basic sound was going to be. I was a complete worst. I was the worst person to be in that room. You yeah. know, we listened to something, 
if it was if the guys were playing their asses off, it sounded great to me. Yeah. If they if the, if the music wasn't inspiring, it sounded like shit to me. And yeah. you know, I, I knew damn well that this was more produced than this. Yeah. I mean, like West Montgomery, uh, incredible jazz guitar. West Montgomery, not a well recorded record. Yeah. You know, West didn't get a good. I mean, it's not good for any of the instruments. Right. But man, that's one of the best sounding records I ever heard. Yeah. I'd be happy to have a record that sounded like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, so I'm worthless on that level. I'm, yeah. And you know, have you ever noticed how, like, I don't know, maybe this is really inherent to jazz guitar more, but like, if you bring the guitar up in the mix, it gets brighter. Do you notice that or no? I notice that definitely in the jazz guitar. Like, mm. the more you. The more you pull the guitar back into the band, mm. the darker it sounds. Mm -hmm. You're not changing. Is that that weird, similar phenomenon is when you turn down the whole mix, all of a sudden certain things become louder when it's yeah, that, when that, everything that's, is that's softer? That's a different phenomenon, but it's but, like that. Yeah. Where if you just pull the guitar back a couple of dB, it'll warm up. It'll, it'll, it'll get, it'll, you know, you'll fuller. lose brightness. Yeah. That's like, it's like almost like. That's what you've taken out. You didn't really take out volume. You took out, mm. which is really weird when you think about it. And that's where, like, so a I, guy, a good engineer. That's is, yeah. Like, well, they that's, understand and that's that. why the artist, someone like me, should be nowhere near that. Process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's when those guys and a mixer, someone who knows how to mix. Oh, it's just that's that's insane what they do. Yeah. Yeah, they do a mix and then you come in and say, yeah, I like it or I'd like it a little more like this and then you walk away and you're done. And the real good guys can like, you can say, I don't like it and they can just completely change the picture. They can like, yeah. you know, like, you know, I used occasionally work with Chad Blake who, Chad Blake. yeah, he was one of the great mixers. And he, well, when I used to work with Mitchell Froome a lot, he, they were partners, but he, he could like, like he'd do a mix and then he would like not like it, and then he would just like start turning knobs, and as it, as the thing was playing, and like make these drastic sonic changes. I'd never seen anything like it, and change the whole picture in a really extreme way. Wow! You know, like a really like an artist. You know. Damn. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Impressive. impressive stuff. So, Val, where do our listeners get this amazing album that we're going to um, That album's place available in. on all the, 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 the places where people iTunes, get music. Amazon, iTunes, Amazon, everywhere. Amazon, yes, yep. it is. And, um, CD Baby. Stuff CD like Baby, yeah. yeah, if you want a hard copy. ValMcCallum.com. ValMcCallum.com. Mm -hmm. Go check it out. If you get a chance to see Jack shit, yeah, gotta go see that. That was just so much fun. It was great. Uh, hey, when are you guys playing again? Um, December tenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth. Where's that at? The tenth at the Baked Potato and the fifteenth and sixteenth at McCabe's. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, McCabe's. So it's a tour. They're all sold out already, but oh. <laughs> they're all sold out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You missed out, guys. We so. need to do a like the El Rey or something, some like big gig, but then no one will be there, and we'll just feel like. And it then is. it's the pressure of, oh fuck, is anyone going to turn yeah. up? Yeah. They were all at the back of the <laughs> But you can sign the shit list um, at jackshittheband.com, <laughs> yep. and then you at least know when when stuff comes out, like when when gigs you know are announced. Now, yeah. when are you doing your acoustic stuff? Um, or, or my solo, solo stuff. stuff. Well, I did. Th I did three gigs. You know, went right when I put it put out the the record, and then I went on vacation over the summer. And I'm going to probably do something. I might do like some house concerts 
Cool. I, there's some cool. Um, been approached by a few people that apparently have some really cool places. And um, yeah, I'm yeah. Sure Doug would do one with you. you know, Doug. Doug Shane. He I don't know him. Really cool concerts up in his house. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I kind of like that idea. We we do them here. We've um, yeah, we do them in this studio. In this studio. Oh really? And we open up the back and oh nice. We did a Christmas concert here. That was last year, right? That's a beautiful swimming pool. Yeah. There. So we did nice. all that and had it. All the doors open, and we probably had about 40 people. It was great. I fun. think it's the way to go. So, um, yeah, less less hassles. <laughs> so, um, Especially for, like, the, you know, singer-songwritery, yeah. mellow, more Slinger intimate stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good when they're in your face. And yeah. It's yeah. right there, and that intimacy. So, I can't... We're going to play some tracks of this album. In, in the spaces. In their spaces. Yeah. Fantastic. In their faces, in with their the faces. spaces. Say the I like the song, I like good the song Braces. Brothers is for my brother, Jason, who, who passed on. Yeah. And um, I love that one. And um, I like, well, I, there's a bunch of really cool songs in there. Stellar Girl is, Stella is Girl. For, for, sort of loosely for my daughter, Stella. How old's, how old's? She's 12. 12? Awesome. Yeah. And um, and then that there's one called Shotgun, Shotgun Bombshell. That's yeah. a cool one. That's got Shelby Lynn on it. I like the guitar solo on that one. Cool. Yeah. Man, I can't wait to listen to it. Really, really cool. Thank you so much for coming to hang out. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, this thanks for making room. the drive. Yeah. Is it? You don't have too far to travel, do you? Are you over huh? this side or the other side? No, I'm on the on the west side. I'm on the west side. Yeah, but it it was perfect. I needed to pick up my amp from my pro. Oh, they, yeah, yeah Roy, from Roy. Should, we should get Roy on. Yeah, we we'll should get I'll Roy. I'll call Roy. I'll call Roy. Roy, yeah. Roy fixed my Fender Vibraverb. Yeah. That was the last time he worked He's the that. guy, man. He's not far from here. Where is he now? He's on Lancashire, near the, where the, is it the 5 freeway up there? He's kind of north oh, valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. up there in the, yeah. you know, in the industrial yeah. part of yeah. North Hollywood, mm -hmm. where all the solder sniffers are. And he's all mad at the food truck that, parks outside and the, <laughs> the damn patrons will leave their garbage in my driveway and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, he might get a little too political oh, for oh, us with <laughs> okay. Roy would be cool Roy's that guy's awesome, a man. certified genius he's like Mensa he's you know? amazing yeah, yeah he's a good guy he, he gets some he, he'll definitely give us some good tone <laughs> my, he made my super sound amazing yeah yeah but it's too heavy <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah Lagging gear, man. It's yep. not fun anymore. Are you right? No fun. Yeah, my lower back's not having it. No, no. Like, yeah. Even a small amp. <laughs> Even brushing my teeth. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Lean over of, the getting sink. Getting out of bed to go to the yeah. bathroom is like a fucking drag. <laughs> yeah. These days, man. The and that's the most exercise I get these days. Just going to the bathroom in the middle of the yeah. night. Yeah, what's the first thing you do in the morning? Well, first I make urination, then I get out of bed. Yeah. 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 Uh, awesome. Well, thank you so much, sir. That was fun. All right. Good night, fun. Irene. Good night, Irene. Yeah, good night. Good night, boys. Good night, everybody. The three people that listen to us. <laughs> oh. That's good. It's only 11 o'clock. Sleeping in motion on the passenger side, suspended still 
in the trembling will of her blackened eyes. Yes, there'd be hell to pay, but that he justified. For the dream was cruel, and its beauty made a fool of any man who tried. Can't see. And now heaven's open, drowning me. Can it be? A promise broken, with nothing spoken, just unclean. This bitter river, I can't quit her. Tether me, Shadagin. He followed the wire to the high chaparral. In the empty field, it was not revealed. Was her biggest tell. And nothing to hide As his mind got clear He could feel the fear And the love collide Can't see Now heaven's open Drowning me Can it be Broken with nothing spoken, just unclean. This bitter river, I can't quit her. Tether me, Shadagee. Of the winter wind on the outer plains And the disappearing road he lost And the line he never ever crossed And in the shallow sun, the unseen light He'd thrown his heart to the ragged night On the map of her skin Wagered his life for a horse
Shattered again.